Hello and welcome to episode 159 of the Mark and Me podcast. As always, I'm your host Mark. Now joining me on today's episode is a guest that I've wanted on the podcast for almost two years. I've been absolutely obsessed with his music and he's my most listened to artist for the last two years on Spotify. I cannot get enough of this guy and I've been trying to get him on the podcast for so long but finally it's happened. Today I'm joined by the absolute genius, one of the best pianists out there, Reapy. Now this guy maybe you've never heard of but his music will change your life. I really do fully mean that and he's someone that's had a huge impact on my life musically for the last couple of years. When I listen to his music, it takes me to places that no other artist, no other band or no other music has ever done before. It like takes me to somewhere that feels like a dream and his music is that powerful. I want everyone that listens today to just take a couple of moments to listen to his music and I hope, more than anything, it has the same effect on you that it does to me. It can change your life and honestly, it's that good. I'm not saying this lightly and I really urge you to all do that. But in true typical Mark and Me fashion, you know the score by now. At the start of every interview, I like to touch base and use a few moments just to talk about the previous episode. Only a few days ago, I was joined by the amazing Lisa Downs. We got to talk all about her documentaries, Life After Flash and Life After the Navigator. It's been a huge success, it's been downloaded so many times and the response I couldn't ask for anything better so thank you so much. But what I want to do now is get straight to the interview. This has been such a long time coming for me but it's been worth it and it's one of my favourite interviews that I've done and I hope you all love it just as much as me. Here's me and Reapy talking all things music. So, Reapy, thank you for joining me today on the Mark and Me podcast. Hey, hey, Mark. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. What I want to do today is hopefully that there'll be new people listening to your music from the podcast. So I want to take it back to the very start to let those listeners find out more about you as a person. And when you were growing up, at what age was it that you started to take an interest in playing the piano? Uh, my entire life. Like, I think I, I played the piano before before I could walk. You know, I was crawling to the piano. <laughs> I was like two years old or something. Was there someone else in the house that was a piano player that made you want to start playing? Um, no, not at all, actually. But there was like an old, very old piano that I was just, you know, very attracted to. Yeah. Um, no no one plays music in my family, actually. Yeah, it was just, you know, yeah. Were you self-taught or was there someone that, was there someone at school that, you know, taught you as a teacher? Because I, I started playing at a young age, but I lost interest quite early. So were you someone that started, uh, you said you were playing at two, but um, did you have professional lessons or were you just teaching yourself? Uh, I taught myself and, uh, uh, yeah, fully taught myself because I, it's funny. Um, I think the way I taught myself was to, to to listen. You know, I was listening. I was very attracted to the sound and listening, and and I think probably two factors uh, that made me really want it. Because I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a subject in itself, right? The learning you know process. But yeah, um, I think first you know it's repetition, so you need to have really an interest into it. Otherwise, you know, you wouldn't repeat it, right? Because you don't want to do it. So I had such an urge. You know, it was. I mean, you know. I, I kind of believe in, in the kind of, you know, mystical, you know, way of living sometimes. You see what I mean? I didn't plan it. It was just like, well, perhaps I did. Um, yeah. But I was, you see what I mean? Like I was so attracted to it. I was just repeating and playing every day. And, and I needed, I need, you know, the piano. It's like, for me, it's, you know, as much as, you know, I, I actually like, I play more piano than I eat food, I think. <laughs> And were your parents supportive? Were your family like saying to you, yes, you can make a career out of this? Or were they wanting you to get an education and then use the piano as maybe as a backup? Uh, long story short, I I didn't. I mean, I wasn't very lucky to have like a family uh, like, you know, that, that I think, you know, most of us would like to have. And yeah. and another, another same time. Exactly. Right. At the same time, we are so many of us on this planet, right, have, you know, had like a really tough time so i was yeah. lucky that i found the passion you know from that so it was a very bad environment very you know didn't know my father that kind of stuff you know and then ended up in a cult and then beating up and you know i mean the, the you know like you know a lot of yeah a lot of shit <laughs> but yeah. 
uh, finding my passion, right? Made me really go into, you know, like wanted to fight and, and I, you know, so I was like, no, I'm going to play and play. And then the music was taking me to places, you know, and, and that was the best escape. But so at the same time, I'm not, you know, I'm not like, I never put myself as a victim for having like a shitty life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, you take that and you, you're positive and you fight because we are, I'm not the only one, right? I mean, so many of us, right? So when you were having these bad times taking place and the violence and everything that was happening around you when you were growing up, were you using the piano as a kind of an escapism? Were you going to the piano to try and take everything else away and just focus purely on that? So then at least there was something positive in your life? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But, but also in my mind, I was composing, you know, all my pieces in my, you know, in my own, yeah, in my mind. And then the piano became, you know, like so, like the, the whole keyboard was basically, yeah, imprinted, you know, in my mind. So I could compose my my pieces, you know, and today, same, you know, I can compose in, in my head and then I go to the piano. I know all the notes, so I can just put it there. I know how it sounds already. And, and, and that's how I do my orchestral stuff as well. I hear everything first and then up, I go on paper and tack, 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 you know, kind of a, like playing Lego, yeah. <laughs> you know? So you're not actually sitting there at a piano writing it. It's kind of in your head as a vision first, and then you're constructing it and making this composition. And then you take it to the piano to kind of act it out. Is that correct? It's, 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 it's definitely the, 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 the very like, yeah, that's the best way I do it. Yes, it's like, yeah. and it's what comes, you know, the most naturally. But uh, it, it, and at the same time, I just feel all the time the urge to to go to the piano. You see what I mean? So then I've got this idea, and I've got this song. It's made it that I play it, and then at some point, up, I hear something. You know, like like a code. You know, it's like you know, was someone talking to me? It's like did it, did it. I was like, oh wow, who's talking to me? <laughs> and then then I start, you know. Go, I go and see basically what's going on over there. And then the, the notes, you know, they kind of find each other, tack, 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 and, and it kind of builds. And, and then it takes me to a place. And that's what I really love about it. It's always new. It's always exciting. It's always, you know, full of, of life and is the best way for me to, to express everything I have, right? And that's why I think my music is so emotional because there are real emotions. And you said you started at, you know, when you were a toddler, you're sitting there playing and you knew you wanted to do it. But at what age was it when you actually could make that into a reality? So I know you're sitting there as a young child playing, but at what age were you when you're thinking, this is actually what I want to do all day, every day? Like you said, it's such an important part. It's more important than food to you. It's something you do all day, every day. But at what point in your life was it that it became a career that you knew that this is all you were going to do you weren't going to go and work in a shop or go and work in an office you wanted the piano to be your life uh, where are you based uh i'm in the uk so i'm in shropshire in UK, right? okay okay well, cool cool um so you see what like in in i mean the uk it's a bit like france right we we have um we have this way structure you know about school and everything right but, yeah and and for me i, I never really got it you know, I no. wanted to be part of it, but I never got it. And and I don't think I'm the only one, right? I I actually believe the system is too old now, you know, of education. I don't think it works, right? And and I ask you, because, yeah, in the UK, people are very open. And, and in yeah. the US as well, right, about like, you know, even Elon Musk was like, yeah, you don't need to study to, to come and work for me, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff. So I was lucky to have a passion, but at the same time, um, it's cool you're like what am i going to do right so i was actually luckily i was a good student because you know I, I mean it was easy for me to to understand what i was asked you know to do but i never enjoyed it right no. i loved you see so you end up like you know learning stuff that you're just like well, i don't see I, I don't see how it's relevant you know to my life or my future because that's not even what i want to do so I, it was clear for me that i was basically going to make my music and i always knew i was like i'll make it uh, you know that's fine i don't have to worry oh but you're going to be on the street i was like you know what i mean fuck it i'm already on the street you know what, what is it for the change right <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you know when you don't have you have nothing to lose you have nothing so hey you know i yeah. can't really go lower than that <laughs> I, I was the same i was at school and i didn't like all the academic stuff i didn't want to study maths and english i just wanted to play the guitar uh, i just wanted to be in a band and perform music and i just knew it wasn't for me so you're not alone on that at all and today you're happy you're in good place i'm happy i'm in a good place i don't do i'm not i'm not able to make the guitar my living but i record interviews and speak to people and it's not my full-time job but i get to do it enough that it's the reason i you know breathe and the, what i want to do so where you're with the piano my conversations with people and delving deep into lives and stuff is, is why i do it and that's what i enjoy 
Yeah, no, that's great. That's really cool. Yeah, good luck with that, man. That, that's that's really <laughs> cool. No, but it is true. It's 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 great to do what you you, you love, you know. And and of course, you know, if you can, you know, it's funny when people say, "Oh, you, if you're lucky to make a living doing that, or making a living," because you know, in the music industry, it's not really talked about. But in any really industry, right? Don't talk money. Don't talk. But come on, that's you know. Yeah. It's like it's it's a bit like sex, right? No one talks about it, kind of. But it's it's everywhere on the internet, in movies, yeah. everywhere. But it's a taboo. I'm like, hey guys, I mean, let's be. You see what I mean? I think we should address all these you know issues because because i think it's together that we can thrive right i mean otherwise Definitely. it doesn't work and we see it now right i mean we see it you know with brexit we see it with you know every, everything i think on the planet right it's true and yeah so uh, i i ask yeah because i think you know i am lucky today to 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 make a living of what i do but it doesn't change anything for me if you see what i mean like in the sense that like uh, you know, it's it's a journey, and and I'm lucky now, and maybe not later, and you know, hopefully I will, and and but I don't really, I don't think you know there is any value for me in in kind of you know economics in music. I think the value is in in the talent, and at the end of the day, I've met some amazing people who are you know like jugglers, you know, on the street, in you know, you, you see what I mean? I do, and yeah, that, definitely. And, and for me, those people, in a way, are some of them are the real you know unsung heroes, right? Definitely, and uh, it was kind of my tribute for my uh, actually for my next album. You know, I've got an album coming out right in a, in um on the second of July. Yes, and uh, and uh, and originally, which I am, you know, and I'm still doing right in, in interviews as well in stuff to to say that it is a tribute to unsung heroes because we don't talk about all these people that you see are not in the papers, big papers, being like you know a star, <laughs> as they say. But no, what is true. a star? It's true, right? And and we see a shift, you know, of life right now. I think we, uh, you know, it's funny, like most of my fa- I'm very lucky to have fans, like people who appreciate my music. And I think because we're on the same wavelength, you see what I mean? I think I they understand what I'm saying. They understand, right? It's, it's I know what you, you see what I mean? It's, it's, it's the creative mindset and you're never going to be rewarded financially as much as someone who's a big businessman or a, a footballer. And it's a shame because what I found is during the COVID outbreak and the lockdown is that those big massive accountants and the big people in offices aren't important. We don't need them, but we need the people to entertain. We need the doctors. We need the people that are going out to help people. And there's been a real shift. And the the heroes that we're shouting for are the people in the NHS who aren't earning a lot of money. We're looking for people to go out and deliver food to the vulnerable people. And they're not the people that are heroes in the in the way that people see the world. Everybody always looks at a massive footballer who's earning £200,000 a week or a, an accountant that's a lawyer, these big people. But really, the unsung heroes are the people that people just don't talk about. For me, a life is a life. You see what yeah. I mean? There is no better or, or, or less good life, you know. I think anyone thinking like this, anyone feeling like this has a massive problem. Yeah. <laughs> But it's true, right? Because we see it every day. I've seen it. I mean, in the industry, I've seen it so much. Like, you know, and, and it's funny because in the US, it's like this, but it's different. Because in the US, they think you can be somebody in two days, right? They know because it happens. Yeah. It happens less, you know, in Europe. And I'm like, guys, don't be like this. Because, you know, money doesn't matter, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. You need enough to make a living and stuff. But but don't judge someone because he's got, you know, a big wallet or because yeah. he's poor. I mean, that's just, it's a... It's, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's sad for them because I really believe when you, when you, you know, when you think like this, you, you actually are really hurting yourself. Yeah, I've, the older I'm getting and I'm only nearly 40 now, I realized that everything changes over the last few years. And what's important is just to be happy, to be loved, to be with someone you care about and to be around your family. And we can go for a walk. We can take the dogs for a walk. And that means more than going to any event or spending loads of money that we don't need to spend when I'm with the people I love, uh, my girlfriend and my my dogs, there's nothing else I need in the world. It doesn't matter about money. It's about being happy and just going on adventures together. Uh, you, you just said it. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all we need to know. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but hey, I, you know what? I agree. To you know, if you ask anyone all the time, when you ask people, hey, dude, like, what would you like? I mean, it's funny, like, people talk about you know experience they talk yeah. about like i want to be happy 
you know that, that's what i want it's just you know so everything you're around i think is you're right it's, it's just noise and uh, but we feel the shift yeah. you see what i mean so so what make what makes you happy in life obviously i know you absolutely adore the piano it's your it's like a it's, it's like joint to you at all times it's part of your body your heart your soul are your family close are you are you now in a much better place than you were when you're growing up have you got loved ones around you of course because at some point where you 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 know i've, I've been depressed you know i've you know i fought like heavy depression my whole life basically yeah. because because of that right and um and the piano helped me and then I started making a, a, a very good living. And then I was still depressed. And yeah. I was like, because, you know, I was like, okay, so even basically being really lucky to make my music a dream is not enough. I'm still depressed. So then I figured out, okay, this had nothing to do with money. <laughs> no. Right. I was like, okay, so, you, you know, it doesn't change anything. And then I changed my lifestyle. At some point, I, you know, I had uh, an episode in my life that really w was going too far, you know, for me as a human being, you know, trying to heal. And then I didn't realize I just wanted to heal myself, you know, that way. So, you know, like, I don't know, like smoking weed or like, you know, I, I tried cocaine. I tried, you know, to, I was drinking so much and and then destroying myself, you know, and, and my music for me is the really pure, you know, part of, of, of my being. And basically the other side, I was just basically like really, like really hurting myself. And, uh, and I ended up, you know, in this kind of little world at some point where I ended up, you know, with, uh, with people with a lot of money and planes and everything. And, you know, fucking, you know, you name it, you know, all, all, all around the globe, which is funny. And, 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 and in a year at some point, it really hit me. And I was like, oh my God, I, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this. You know, it was... It, it was really bad. And, and my girlfriend at the time, I ended up cheating on her, you know. Um, and as I'm a very sensitive guy, I, you know, and by the way, no filter because why, why you know, why of having course. filter, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't, no, I don't care. No, and, and I have no shame. Why? Because, I mean, I have shame for what I've done, but I paid, you know, the price really heavily because, yeah. because cheating is wrong for the other person. Uh, but it's, I think it's worse for the person doing it because you are hurting somebody and, and you know you're hurting yourself as well. You see what I mean? So uh, because whether you want it or not, we do have consciousness, right? And we've got kind of, you know, that that's so my little, you know, consciousness was really, really, really hurt. You see what I mean? So, Definitely. and it was kind of a, like a really downhill. I was going downhill and, uh, and I lost like, you know, almost 10 kilos. I was really, really skinny. I was just, and, 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 and I told my girlfriend, I was like, listen, we need to go away. We need to go away, you know? And, uh, and, uh, and we went away, we were supposed to get married and I told her everything. And, um, and it's funny. I don't know why she, she, she helped me get in, you know, get back on my, on my feet and I changed yeah. everything. I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking weed. I stopped it. It was almost 10 years ago and uh, stopped absolutely everything. And I was like, okay, I want to heal. Yeah. I, I really want to heal. I'm like, you know, I need to heal. So I'm going to start reading, you know, about everything I can find about, you know, about my mental health. How does Definitely. it work? Right. I'm a musician. I know when I play, I feel amazing. I know it helps. But now it's not enough. Apparently, you know, I need, when I don't play the piano, <laughs> I'm depressed. You know, that's not yeah. good, right? And so then, you know, I was not happy with any, anyone around. I was not happy with myself. I was just like, so I started reading and, and I found out about uh, brainwaves. And I was like, oh my God, we've got brainwaves. <laughs> That's amazing. So I bought a helmet, like electroencephalograph. And, and I started um, basically checking what was going on, you know, when I was playing the piano or, you know, doing stuff. And I realized, wow, we can... Alter them, right? So I dig the, even deeper and started reading even more. And then I came across, you know, and then at the same time, as I didn't eat for so long, and I was like, you know, and I was doing yoga three times a day, like hot yoga, because, you know, she forced yeah. me to go. And I was like, I was like, no. <laughs> and I did. I was like, okay, whatever. And, and, uh, and I became addicted to yoga. I mean, not addicted, but it was a very, very good addiction because I was going every yeah. day and it was like popping out. And I think it wasn't, I mean, to be fair, I don't think it was, uh, you know, it could have been running. Right. Uh, and for of me, course. it was hot yoga. It was next door. Okay, great. And, and that really helped. And then I ended up having, and it's really weird. I ended up, you know, when you have trauma, because everything yeah. is linked, right? When you have trauma, you forget things. I didn't remember anything about my life, like my past or anything. 
I, I left, you know, the, my, my 18th birthday, I left. I never went back. Uh, I didn't see my mother for 15 years. Um, you know, I didn't see my little younger brother and sisters, but I couldn't because it was kind of a very bad situation we had, you know, with the cold and stuff. We had, you know, we had the police. I mean, it was, it was yeah. really bad. So uh, I ended up not growing up, you know, with them. But I was, you know, the second oldest one. So they were obviously really sad and, and very upset. But now today, they're all around, you know, and, and, you know, and I try and take care of them, you know, help them as much as they can. And, and uh, it's a different life, right? So I forgave, you know, my mother and my mother changed as well. She grew up and, and she fucked up at the same time. You know, that's also funny. <laughs> she fucked up because, well, because her mother fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you see, her mother abandoned her. I mean, yeah. There's the trend the, there, isn't there? It is. You see what I mean? That's why I'm yeah. like, guys, what the fuck? Like, you know, yeah. And, and I was like, whoa, you know, so anyway, so changing everything. Then I started having these experiences. I had like an out of body experience. And I'm sure you heard of that. Yes. And, and that was like, I was like, oh my God, I had that when I was young. I had that when I was a child. I remember it. I remember them. You know, I remember those experiences. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. How can I get deep, you know, get deeper into it? And then I I read a book from a guy called Robert Monroe, who is the was the founder of the Monroe Institute in, in the US, um, who basically, you know, I don't know if you heard of it, probably, right? Who, who I've heard who it, was but I've doing, not read it, yeah. Uh, it's amazing that guy who basically, I mean, it, it's just amazing because he explains how he had body experiences on demand and he was a CNBC executive, you know, he wasn't, you know, a charlatan or something, because you know that's the problem, right? Yeah, I didn't want to go. I grew up in a very bad environment. I was like, I'm not going into the spiritual bullshit. I don't want that now. I want to know exactly, you know, how it works, you know, like science, like science, how does science work for my brain, right? Yeah. And that's why I'm reading all these studies and then ended up, you know, understanding binaural bits. So then I worked, you know, with Calm doing a track for, you know, a binaural bit tracks, right, to help you relax. And and it's it's extremely efficient. It really works, right? We, you know, we have brain waves. We've got beta, alpha, theta, and delta. They're the kind of four, you know, big ones. Then you've got four yeah. gamma, epsilon, but... And then with this binaural bit, we're going to put like four hertz here, 10 hertz, you know, here. So on different ears, right? Two ears. And then the wave, they're going to synchronize at the middle of your brain called the corpus callosum and help your brain get into this mode. It's amazing for it's relaxation. Fascinating. It, it is really fascinating. And he helped me so, so much. And I tried everything. You know, I tried everything. I tried, I tried antidepressants. I tried everything. And, and I realized, oh, my God, I have to do the work. Okay, I'll do the work. And binaural beats really, really helped a lot. And I started having more experiences, actually, with binaural beats as well. So I was sleeping better. I was like, and, and I started making music for to help meditate. I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't like the, the word meditate because the word meditate, you see what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's religious. It's like, it's not for me. So I was like, no, nah, meditation is not the right word. So I was like, but something that really works and we know it we can slow down our brain waves when these brain waves are basically you know um when they're slowed down then you can interact with anything you want and and, and i went so deep into you know researching that i found so much stuff you know especially in the u.s in the research of, of all of this basically right this is science and i think it's only science of tomorrow and to be honest i believe that magic is only science that we haven't, you know, proved yet. If you see what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it blows my mind and I need to read more about it because it just sounds fascinating and you just kind of delved into it only a little bit and there's so much more to explore. It's, 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 it's without limit. Your and, and, you know, what I love the most about this, when I found about, you know, binaural bits and, of course, the way so too, we, we call it meditate, but I don't like the word meditate. It's, it's not a dogma. It's just basically changing the way you, you operate, right? It's changing your channel, you yeah. know, where you're watching BBC, you're watching ITV, and I'm saying, hey, there is another channel, but it's not using your intellect. It's how to relax. And that's why, for example, my music, when you listen to my music, you might dream sometimes. You're like, oh, you go to places because it helps you relax and it brings you to that, to, to that place, right? Now, if we want to bring you to even a deeper place, then it can be, of course, music. It can be, you know, it can be so many things, right? Like a shower. Sometimes you're in a shower, you're like, oh my God, it's been 45 minutes. Yeah, because the water like this, you know, really cleans and, and it makes you, it makes your brain go into theta waves. It's amazing. 
I mean, the very first time I heard your music, uh, my girlfriend was playing a playlist uh, on Amazon and it was like relaxation or, you know, quiet music and Meditation 22 came on and it was just a single note of the piano at the start and it just took me I think I was in the garden I just stopped because it was just like even though it was so minimalistic it it was so powerful just the one note playing and it got me it gripped me and then I heard the extra you know your other hand starting to play some other notes and this song's you know 20 something is it 22 minutes you know and it's it, it captivated me I'm not exaggerating I've never felt so emotional and it overpowered me it was like stopped me in my tracks and I said to my girlfriend, Leah, I said, what is this? And she's like, it's Riopi. And we listened to the song again. And it brought back memories of growing up. It brought back good times, bad times. But it took me somewhere that no other piece of music has ever done it before. And I really mean this. I listen to a lot of collective music, Radiohead, Beastie Boys, Deftones, all these different genres. But nothing has made me ever feel this way. And my girlfriend agrees. When we listen to your music, we just don't say a word to each other. And we are both just caught up in it. And I, I don't know what you do that's different to anyone else, but it stops us completely wherever we are. And we just are captivated and just, you've just got us. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. It it, it touches me because, because I, because it's funny because, you know, it should flatter me. But it doesn't, and because it's a, because I don't know, it's it's a weird feeling for, for, for me, you know. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. I don't know how to explain it. It's, uh, it's it's more. It touches me because I, I'm so happy if I can make you feel good. You see yeah. what I mean? And it, it does. Yeah. And I can't thank you enough because I've I'm so excited. You've got more music. I've listened to all of it on Spotify. I've I, I bought Tree of Life. I've listened to it again and again, and I've got to the point where I'm like, I need more. And you know, we're only a few weeks away from a new album, and I look forward to the journeys it takes me on. Because when I buy a normal album, I just listen. And I love the choruses and I love the harmonies and the the different vocals. But you don't have any words in your music, but it speaks to me more than any audio track with vocals it's weird isn't it yeah I, I, I don't know if it's weird at the end of the day because so when you listen to a song your song has lyrics and then she so the song wants to take you somewhere yeah. that, that i don't i'm not trying to take you anywhere i'm give you i'm giving you i'm taking you where i am and then we go somewhere and then it's it's up to you you know to to go wherever basically your heart is, is driving yeah. you, you know? So it's not your intellect. And when you listen to a song with lyrics, you know, and obviously you've got, you know, some amazing, you know, song and stuff, but the lyrics are driving your thoughts. They're driving you to, okay, this is it. You know, I love you. I love you. I do this. You know? Then the music itself, for me, it's just those vibrations that, you know, raise something in, in the body that just makes you feel. And then up, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you've talked about this journey that you've had over the last 10 years, you said, where you stopped doing the drugs, you stopped living this sort of rock star style life and you've just completely changed and, you know, you, you are now heading towards the light and you, you're in a much better place. You're happier, you're healthier, you, you, you are in a much better place, which is great to hear. What are you doing to make sure that you never go back to those places? Because people that listen who have mental health issues or struggle or have depression... What advice do you give to those people that make and hopefully ensure them that they won't go back to the bad place? Because obviously you've done it a lot, but you've now had a good decade of never doing it again. You know, it's funny. It's um, We live in very strange times, but I really believe also we live in amazing times because we've got so much now coming, you know, coming out, right, about what's happening in the world. Yeah. And, and, and I think... I really believe we, we are at, at the end of a civilization the way, you know, we, we cannot carry on like this, right, as a species. You know, when you see this racism taking place, when you see, you know, I mean, everything is just, you know, it, it's insane. Yeah. But but I, but I think when I saw that, that also helped me change. And I'm sure for, for you the same. And yeah. I think now everybody has to basically be, be a better person because it's not cool anymore to be, you know, to be an asshole. It's not cool anymore to, like, we can't live like this. So my advice for, for depressed people, first, 
to look at yourself, right? I mean, I can't, you know, of course, obviously, I'm not a doctor or anything, but yes, I have been through, <laughs> I've, I've done, you know, 180, 360, whatever, and it, it, it's neuroplasticity is a huge part of it, right? Repetition. Yeah. We, you know, science now is saying, hey, you can change basically your DNA, right? So, I mean, some amazing people that have read and stuff, I would not like, you know, say about someone called Tom Campbell, Thomas Campbell, My Big Theory of Everything. It's a book that it's absolutely amazing. It might be a bit hard to read at the beginning, but I think it's absolutely stunning. Uh, Jody Spanza, you know, has got a very good course for those, you know, I don't know if you heard, you probably heard of him. He's an amazing guy. And, and it's funny because all of them, basically, it would be, you know, of course, meditation is like, every day you know the problem of people not getting there is because like oh i try to meditate and i'm like i'm i'm bored yeah, of course you're going to be bored you know first of all don't try and meditate when you're very anxious and and you know and angry and and and, and of course you haven't never meditated if you do that you're screwed you know it's because yeah. it's going to make you even more anxious so it's little ways first to check out you know what is meditation to understand it because it's the best thing that I would recommend to anyone because it increases, you know, the length of the telomeres, which is, you know, at the end of each chromosomes, right? So it helps you live longer, basically, because, you know, it's, you know, responsible for aging um, from, you know, of course, the, the, you know, everything in your body from the, the parasympathetic system. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And I've been researching, of course, you know, a lot about that because I was interested, okay, what, what it can do and stuff. And you need to heal, you know, your body and your mind, right? Because if your stomach, right, hurts, then your head is not going to be there. And I think, and this, you know, before it was only religions and spirituality talking about it, right? And for me, I was like, I, I'm not, guys, no, I'm not a guru. I don't want to be in, in that kind of stuff. I was like, no way. But now I understood, wow, yes, we have all these religions. And I'm not anti-religious, by the way, right? I believe in God. I believe in, I believe in something for sure, yeah. 200 percent, right? But that's a different conversation. But I think religions, and I've read, you know, I've read the Quran, I've read the Bible, I've read, the, I mean, I've, I've read because I want you to understand. And you have something very common in, in all of this, right? Which is love. Yeah. And you have the, you know, meditation, which is prayers, right? Which is very similar. And, and, and you've got so many, like a fast as well, you know, a fast is actually a very good thing for the body, you know? And now science is saying, oh my God, it's amazing. So I would say to have, you know, a, a daily routine. Yeah. And for me to never go back there, now I know. Now I know. I know how the world works. At least for me, I found, you know, my way. I, I believe the world works. And, and, and in, in two words, it would be just to be here now. That's very simple, which is the, the hardest, but to be here now. I'm here, you know, I'm not in the future. I'm not in the past. I'm right now. Because right now, there is no fear. You know, the fear is always in the past or the future. It's always, and I think that's what kills people and make them really depressed because, uh, you know, depression, you know, it, it comes from fear, right? We all have the fear of everything. And then insecurities and, and you know, it, it kills your life. It really, really kills your life. It's so, incredible advice. And um, I, I know a lot of people that around me, close people, friends, family, and a lot of people suffer from depression and, you know, mental health issues. And what I do like at the moment is that, not as many people are embarrassed and more people are opening up and being strong enough to put their hand up and say help. And I think it's a good place at the moment that people are accepting mental health more and, you know, taking it seriously. Yeah, we're not there yet, but I believe, you know what, I think, you know, when there is a seed, right, you know, without oxygen, I think it should be fine. And, and, and I think that's the way it is going. You're right. And, and we see, I mean, I've tried psychiatrists, you know, psychotherapists, everything. And I discovered, oh my God, and I'm not saying they're not good at all, by the way, right? Some people for sure always seek, you know, any assistance you, you can, but do seek uh, assistance. But I realized that we need to take, you know, responsibility for our own life. No one's going to do it instead of you. And I think I'm the greatest example because I was fucked, you know, yeah. and no one, you know, really believed in me. Of course, you know, it's like she has no family, has no money, will never go anywhere. The only people believed in me is what people when they heard me play the piano. And they were like, oh my God, that's beautiful. And I was like, well, th this is, this is just that. But the people who are just about money didn't feel it. You see what I mean? Yeah. They had no interest. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, and it's funny because even even up to date, you know, sometimes that people, so you're a lounge pianist. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Lounge or not lounge, I'm a pianist, you know? 
So, and, and if I end up in a bar in a creepy town, if there is a piano, I'll play. It's beautiful. You should never ever love... change. Yeah. Of course. I mean, why would I change, right? I mean, I don't play for the rich. I play for everyone, right? Of course, I need to make a living. But guys, I mean, you're kidding me. I play when I want to, whenever I want to play, you know. But it's a, uh... so yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, again, it's a long, you know, it's a long conversation. But um, uh, yeah, find a way to meditate. And you know, something even like for depression, there is one thing very efficient to start a meditation is just the breathing. You know, you probably heard of it, but breathing is like so just doing like <gasps> for like even like 20 seconds boom then you're out you see what i mean so you yeah. don't stress anymore you are in that place so once you don't stress just breathe and focus on your breathing just focus on your breathing and then you will give a coherence to your heart because you know we have a rhythm right the same for me i'm making my music and 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 by the way meditation has this thing where it takes you know the heartbeat this note and i was i was using using basically a hypnosis technique and the rest was you know and it's funny because even to play and if you play on, on the piano meditation 22 has this minimalistic right sound to keep you i wanted to keep you that's why i did meditation 22 i wanted to, to meditate and stay here but i didn't make it boring for you to go i keep you changing one little note at a certain point in time like this, I still have your attention and you're still in the zone. It's genius. And the same note is there the whole 22 minutes. It's keeping your yeah. heartbeat <laughs> like it's there. It's the steady rhythm. It's got you going. It's the main moot note, but it keeps you there. And whatever mm -hmm. else happens during that 22 minute journey is down to wherever you want to go. I'm, I'm really glad it's, uh, you, you found me by Meditation 22. Yeah, it's beautiful. Cause... Because it's not, you know, it's not a pop song. It's not, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm very glad. It's great. Yeah. But you know, like you can go after, you know, what I love about, like I did 22 because like I meditate 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I try and do at least four times a week, an hour binaural, you know, if I can, because it's not always easy, but I never say to myself, oh, I don't have time. Right. Because we always do that and yeah. then we go running for three months and then boom and then you know we eat like a massive cheesecake and the next day there's nothing anymore and then you're done and you're like oh i don't want to go back oh it's raining oh it's we give excuses you know to ourselves all the time but what we don't understand is to be challenged it's actually amazing for the brain for the body for yourself right and when you're challenged at the beginning you're like oh you don't want to go but then when you're up running even in the rain at the end, you're like, you know, or just when you started running, you're like, fuck, I'm doing it, man. That's great. And you're proud of yourself. And then, you know, you you give yourself a little, wow. So there is some dopamine, right? It's uh, it's fascinating, you know, the chemicals we have, you know, in our brain. And it's, it's, it's absolutely genius. So for the breathing, you know, when you do this breathing, it really helps basically getting into that zone to go and meditate and there is another guy that you might have heard of you know that i was we were supposed to do something together but 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 we will because i you know i, I really love him called wim hof you heard about wim hof i've not but i'll look into it uh, i think you would really love his book uh, his book is amazing uh no time to tell his story but it is uh, uh he does a breathing and he has um you know uh, the wim hof method and it's definitely something that I recommend to anyone to, to try if they want, because, you know, cold showers is something I do every day, every morning, you know, yeah. like my routine, I wake up in the morning, I do my breathing, my meditation. No, I do my breathing, you know, yeah. I go and have a cold shower. And then after the cold shower, I do my meditation. I feel clean. I feel great. I'm up, I'm up and running. Because otherwise, you know, when you're depressed, I didn't know what I didn't want to wake up in the morning, you know. No. And as I'm a pianist, I was like, why would I wake up anyway, right? I stay in my bed and then you see what I mean? And then you don't have a routine, you don't have and then you go even more down. And when you're like me and you are and the hypersensitive, and, and I have a feeling that you seem sensitive too, you feel everything more than anyone else, right? And when you feel more, well, then you can get a bit depressed, you know. So what people don't know though. I think, but I mean, and I hope maybe they know, but being depressed is a beautiful thing. I think it's an amazing thing. I think it's a gift because it means that you're able to feel. And so yeah. many people don't feel. You see what I mean? So no, you're you right. You're inside my head. You, what you're saying is in my head. It's frightening. It's like when I'm talking to you, I'm like, my God, he's saying what goes through my head some days. And, you know, it's it's frightening. But yeah, no it's a beautiful thing. Right? 
Yeah. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. So that's, but then to find a way, okay, I know I'm not happy, you know, in the morning being in my bed all day. So I need to change it. And this, you need a little kick, you know, in the ass being like, hey, 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 come on, take your life in charge because no one's going to do it. And if you do it, we have what we call the neuroplasticity. You heard of this, right? And we yeah. say around 20, 21 days to rewire the brain. You need to rewire. So yes, you know, the first two days is a bit tough. Then the fourth is going to be very easy. And then the 10th, you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do it. No, you push, you push. And at the end of the month, you will already have rewired, you know, the, your brain. And then you do three months and then boom, that's it. You've got a new habit. You're, you're, you're safe. And, and same for meditation. It's hard at the beginning, of course, if you never quiet your mind. But when you start quieting your mind, because, you know, we talk meditation, but do people ever feel, but what do you do? You see what I mean? It's funny how it's almost if uh, everyone knows what to do and how to do it, but, but hold on, why? People meditate to feel good. No, but man, when you meditate, when you find your point of consciousness, which is not that hard, right? It's not that hard. You find the point of consciousness and you become conscious. But then this feeling of pure bliss is beyond anything like absolutely anything there is no money in the world that can buy that there is nothing that can buy that and then the experiences in terms of imagination you know we talked about you know out of bodies that yeah. you can do into meditation i've had amazing experiences now someone can tell me yeah but you're crazy like you know maybe i'm like uh, yeah maybe i am crazy maybe it's only my imagination but think about that if you listen to my music something i created so it comes not from the intellect it comes from another part of me. And I was very interested in understanding where does my music come from? Where does, you know, creativity comes from? And I realized with all this research, it comes from this theta wave, you know, alpha down to theta waves, brainwave system. And now if we go back to religion, it's like, wow, they were saying, you do your prayer, you do this, you do that. And I'm like, oh, wow, we need basically just to do it ourselves because you know, that's why people feel good when they pray. That's why people feel good when they meditate. You're going to see what I mean. It's like, oh, you know, it goes in circle. Well, you see what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. I've had an experience where I was, and that's the craziest experience I had. And, and again, I can't, you know, I can't prove it. No. But you can't prove the existence of God. And I cannot prove how I compose my music. I can't. But I can show you with my music. It's true. But, you know, it's like, you see what I mean? It's true, right? Definitely. And 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 I had um, my my baby daughter, so I became a father, right? Uh, a few a few years ago, three years ago, uh, and um, and it was it was you know the most beautiful thing, obviously, and uh, and 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 basically, one day she was you know crying, she wouldn't go to sleep. I took her against me, you know, and I'm just you know breathing and singing a little bit, and then she starts falling asleep. And then I'm like, and I know her, right? She was like four, five, six months. If I put her in the bed, she's going to like wake up and, and, and <laughs> so I was like, okay, no, that's not going to work. So I went on the bed with her, right? I lied down and I meditated. I was like, well, then I'm going to meditate. You know, that's fine. So I keep my breathing and I hold her really tight, right? Like this, she's not going to fall. And I cannot fall asleep because I could kill her. So I'm very focused. And that's, you know what meditation is, is. Yeah. meditation is focus on one single thing and i did you know what i what ended up happening to me and and again i don't care if people say it's not true or something that's what i experienced that's what i live so even if it was in my mind even if it was my imagination it was the most beautiful thing i've ever experienced i went outside of my body and she was outside of her body waiting for me and her eyes were big open and her hair like all on the, on the head. And I was like, oh, my God. It was, it was. And you know this? When you realize that all you need is to go in the forest, just, you know, just you don't need to cross your leg. You know, you don't, you don't need to have like, you know, a, a wing in your, in your bum, you know, to meditate. You see, you see I'm doing it yeah, on purpose. Yeah. We need to desacralize meditation. Go for a walk. And just listen to, to the air, you know, just listen to, to the wind blows, you know, around you, the, the leaves, you know, and then you're going to start hearing something else because you're focused on that sound and you never listened to that sound before. No. And then you listen even more and you go deeper. It's the same. You see what I mean? That's what you do. It's true. Listen to your breathing, your breathe, 
slowly, slowly, just bring, but enjoy it. It's like, and I talk to myself, by the way, hypnotize yourself for sure. You know, it's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm a good man. You know, and, and saying that, then you start, wow, I feel good. You start believing it, you know, the same way. And I always say this example, because I think it's so true. It's like, you know, it's, it's like bloody Superman, right? We see a, <laughs> a man with tights and a cape, yeah. you know, he's like this in the air. And we are like, wow, 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 this guy's flying. And, and people are scared, right? They're scared he's going to die. They're scared, you know, and then they cry when, when he kisses the lady at the end because, you know, kryptonite almost killed him. And you're like, guys, that's a story. Yeah, but it's a story that you watch because you were hypnotized for that. For, you know, like advertising, like everything yeah. is hypnotized. That's how we live in, you know, that's the world we live in. So if we hypnotize ourselves to go to that place, it's pure happiness. There's a there's a question that I ask everyone that comes on the podcast, and it's going to be difficult, I think, for you because you're so you're so indulged in your music and the power and the piano. But what I ask is that the outro piece of music that's played on the podcast, it doesn't matter if you're an actor, a director, a film star, a musician, you get to choose a piece of music for your episode. So as this is the Reappy episode and it's on iTunes and Spotify and all these different channels, your outro music will be different to anyone else's that I've chosen on the podcast. And we're 145 guests in. What is a song that you would like to be your outro music for this episode? It doesn't have to be by yourself. It could be one that you fall up, that you've fallen in love with in the past or just means a lot to you. What a wonderful world. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that you knew straight away. I thought you were going to have like 10 choices and try and get it down to like three or four. Nope. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it's the perfect one for you. <laughs> I, I believe that we could talk for hours. I really do. Uh, I would love to get you back on the podcast and delve deeper because today's been a really good introduction. And I think a lot of people will take a lot from today's interview, especially the spiritualism and the, the stuff we talked about the depression and everything else. And I think we could talk for hours, um, but I think if we stop here, this is a good place. And I, I I'm, would love to get you back on in a in the near future, if that's good with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I really enjoy that. And uh, and uh, and thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed that, yeah. You're an amazing musician. You're more than a musician. You, you've given myself, my girlfriend, pieces of art through music that no one else has. And I, I truly mean that. And I'm not just saying it because you're on the show, you are an absolute genius and what you create and what you will continue to create is something that no one else will. So thank you for what you've given us as well. Oh man, stop it. I'm going to cry. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Take care. It means a Speak lot. And have a lovely evening. So there's my interview with me and Rhea P. Honestly, I never knew how this interview was going to pan out but I couldn't ask for it to go any better. I love how passionate he is, how much advice he gave on meditation and looking after yourself, having such a positive mindset and getting out of those dark places that depression can cause us to go to during so many times in our life. It's an absolute honor to have Rhea P on this episode and I'm so grateful for the time that he gave me and this interview honestly makes my top five personally. I absolutely adore it from start to finish and I'm so proud and it was so worth the wait. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please go and check out Reappy. Jump on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music and just take a listen to his stuff. His brand new album is out now. It's called Bliss and is incredible from start to finish. But don't just listen to that. Go back to the very start. Listen to all of his albums. My personal favourite is Tree of Life. Go and give it a listen from start to finish and I promise it will take you to places that music has never done before. Just shut yourself away, maybe light a candle, put some good headphones on and just let yourself get lost in the music. It's that good and please let me know if you've done that and the effect it's had on you. If you've really enjoyed today's episode, please share it. It costs nothing to do and I mention it every single time on this podcast because it's crucial to getting success to this podcast and getting the word out there. If you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, it's literally a click of a couple of buttons. It costs you absolutely nothing to do, but has a huge, huge help in me getting Mark and me heard by a brand new audience. And I really do appreciate every single share that I see. If you've really enjoyed today's episode and want to support the podcast, I do have a Patreon page. 
Each and every month, I thank every single Patreon by offering the opportunity to win some incredible prizes from some close friends to the podcast. I have Vice Press, who are easily the best company out there for prints, posters, and each month they give me some incredible artist proofs, really rare variant posters, and so much more. Also, Last Exit to Nowhere, the best t-shirt company out there. Each and every month, I give two t-shirts away to my Patreons. It's an amazing way to say thank you for supporting me, and you can go on there and support Mark and me for as little as £1 a month. And at the moment, you're getting about 10 episodes a month, which is just crazy. And that is literally for at least... And that's as little as £1 a month. And all that money goes right back into the podcast. It allows me to host it on all these different podcast channels, to travel the country and do more and more face-to-face interviews, and just keep the podcast ticking over. I make no money and it goes all back into the podcast to give you guys at home more and more interviews and more and more episodes. Honestly, right now, I feel the most positive I ever have with Mark and me. The next four weeks are absolutely insane with some of my biggest guests and my best work I've ever put out in five years. I can't wait to share them with you and it's not going to slow down anytime soon. So thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. I'll be back in just a few days time with a brand new episode. So look after yourself. Take care. Be nice to each other. Listen to Rhea P and I'll speak to you all in a few days time. Trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky. Also on the faces of people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They're like much more. Myself. What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world